Peeped. What's up, my emotional hormonal monsters? God, does it suck to be us? I'm Princess Weeks. <laughs> That's right. And I'm Tessa Netting. And you are listening to The Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for fandom conversations, pop culture analysis, media, and all the things we love. Each week, we're going to skim the surface of what's popular in geek culture, then deep dive into the lore of a Netflix world bigger than our own. Today, we're going to change with season six of Big Mouth. Yes! So hype because somehow I just have not seen this show until now. And Princess <laughs> is like, you're fine. Just go right into the season. It's okay. I'll catch you up. We're good. So I just watched this season raw. And let me tell you, <laughs> it was great. I loved it. It was amazing. I can't wait to talk more about it. But before we get into that, Princess, what has got you geeked this week? All right, darlings, this is Princess Weeks. You're getting a little peek behind the wizard's curtain right now. So my beloved Tessa is out right now and busy. So I'm going to have to rant at you for a little bit about what's got me geeked. But it's okay. Tessa's fine. I miss her more than you do. I promise. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to talk about what's got me geeked. Let's get into it. So the first thing that's got me geek this week is that I was able to see my beloved co-host, Tessa Netting, in a live performance of Spies Are Forever, which just got me super geeked because I was like, look at my good friend being a theater kid. It was wonderful and fun. Uh, I also got to go to Magic 30 this weekend. I was already in Vegas because my friend Lindsay Ellis, uh, her second book came out in paperback and I got invited to go. So I got to just be around a lot of amazing cosplayers, a lot of amazing sets, play some commander very badly with people. So that was great. And then I got to rewatch In My Home with Popcorn at my own pace, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities again. And it was so fun to watch it with my partner because they kept jumping and being scared of things, especially the lot episode. So it was really fun to be able to share that and the autopsy with people and then My partner is not as pop culture savvy, so she doesn't really know who Ben Barnes is. So when Ben Barnes appears in the episode, she's just kind of like, oh, wow, that guy is cute. And I was like, babes, you don't even know the half of it. You don't even know. (laughs) All right. And now time for Tess and I to discuss the changes that we are going through with Big Mouth. So we're back and let's discuss Big Mouth. But first, for our our nevers and nevers who may have never seen (laughs) Big Mouth, (laughs) it is an animated coming-of-age sitcom created by Andrew Goldberg, Nick Kroll, Mark Levin, and Jennifer Flackett. It is all about these very young teens going through changes like puberty. And it is known for both being very relevant and topical and very good about not shaming people while talking mm-hmm. about sex and and everything but also being probably the most vulgar thing <laughs> you could ever watch with characters that look like terrifying rugrats ew that's gross yeah exactly and it's oh yes and it's like Deformed. both there are times where it's like i cringe with just how 
realistic at how true that they bring these emotions to life. And then I also cringe with how, oh my God, that was the grossest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. I can't turn away. So that's Big Mouth. And you got a lot of that in this sixth season. Oh, yeah. I was like, has it always been like this? Oh, it has always <laughs> been like this. And, uh, Oh, man. I'm telling you, now that I've watched it, now I want to go back and rewatch the other five seasons because this was kind of one of the most perfect shows for me because, listen, I need some shows that I can play in the background because I work a lot. I have a lot of things that I need to do. So sometimes, or when I'm making dinner, when things are happening and I don't want to listen to a podcast because usually I listen to podcasts, but if I want something on TV, it can't have a heavy plot. It needs to be like light and funny and be about the characters and be just like put into this situation, put it in. This is the perfect perfect show for that and it's one of those shows where it's all about the characters it's all about each episode by episode you don't have to like I got to just watch this in the sixth season and I was fine you know I may have missed a couple of jokes or something but it's not not something that I need to fully give my undivided attention where so many of these fantasy shows or so many shows that I'm watching these days it's like I just have to sit down and give it my whole ass brain and bitch I need to relax sometimes I need to just enjoy it I just need to have it on and laugh and this is perfect no it was funny because I wrote Tessa up like a little shoot about who's who I didn't have to look up anything because I was just like oh yeah this character is the horny one they did and I felt like I did a very good job because I was you did like, but what tell me about some of your first impressions about the show having just seen this sixth season and any particular moments that stuck out for you or like oh my god they did that because I feel like that is that's part of the big mouth experience is being like wow they really did that shit I mean the first thing that I just died of laughter and loved and it kept happening over and over were the musical numbers (laughs) oh yeah oh my god because I wasn't expecting it because again I'd never seen this so when they just went into a full ass musical number and it was so funny and ridiculous and like and, and not just like a little part. It was a full song. I'm like, bless. God bless. I love this because that's hard. That is hard to do. That's hard to record. So it's like that. When people do that, I respect them. And if they do it well, like this does, hell yeah. When you're gay, every day is a nonstop cabaret. You've got style and flair. You're loved everywhere except for North Carolina. 10 out of 10. So that was one of the things that I was very impressed by. Another thing that was just so disgusting but so funny were just these hormone monsters. I was like, at first I'm like, what is this? Like, I didn't know what it was. It took me like an episode, like until the end of the episode to be like, oh, I see. Because I was like, is this an alien? Like, I don't know what this is. Did someone say vagina? Oh, no, 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 no. Not now. Again, <laughs> Go away. You are not real. You're just some hormone monster my brain created. If I'm not real, then how come I'm sending blood to your sweet penis right now? But nope. It was a hormones, which is hilarious. And I... It's just such a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's such a good idea. And it's so... Like you said, it's so vulgar. It's so... It just goes there. <laughs> it does. Where... I mean, sometimes you think back and you're like, damn, I didn't even, like, have this conversation with my parents or I had to just kind of, like, 
figure this out. <laughs> Absolutely. Like for me, the episode with the with, where Jesse gets a yeast infection, uh-huh. the, the vagina shame episode, I was yes. like, never, I like literally will never change. <laughs> like that episode was just like one of the most perfect. Like whenever mm-hmm. Jesse talks to her vagina, you know that you're in for like some like horrific moments of like that's a <laughs> vagina with a mouth and eyes but then also like but I wish that my vagina and I could talk to each other like this right exactly <laughs> like I want hormone monsters like I want like you know it'd be great if my body could talk to me so I could be like hello what's happening <laughs> yeah it was just it was it was fun getting to see that because I just thought about it like yeah getting your first yeast infection especially you have no idea what oh that my god it's terrifying and there is nothing more painful than needing to itch your own vagina. Like, it's like, it's shameful. It's it's thing. And this also just normalizing the idea that everyone's period blood looks differently. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm better for it. And then I also loved the storyline of Missy and her new love interest, who is asexual, which mm-hmm. I thought was so fun because I am someone who also has an asexual partner. So it was great hearing that done. And then having his auntie be like, yeah, I'm very wealthy. I'm yeah. very rich. I love a lot of people, but I have the best credit score of everybody in this house. And I'm like, that's right. I love it. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was very excellent. And there was the Freaky Friday like, oh, yeah, yeah. two-parter at the end. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is hilarious. Like, freaking... Nathan apparently, Fillion? Yes. I looked this up because I was like, why is Nathan Fillion in here? And apparently it's like a joke that has been happening on the show or something. Oh, yeah. So, like, Missy okay. is like a super nerd who is obsessed with Nathan Fillion. Which, because, bless. Yeah. And so, like, we all? Girl, so every time she, like, masturbates or does anything, she does it thinking about the turn Nathan Fillion. <laughs> just, like, doing stuff. You are so beautiful, Missy. May I kiss you with my mouth of course nathan fillion and so like and uh, he's into it i mean it's a great (laughs) it's great for the brand just being like yeah i am the most desirable so it's uh it is fun seeing that happen (laughs) yeah and i was just thinking like watching this they have to have some fucking funny ass writers on this show because this is funny like this is something where you're not just like throwing out gross jokes. Like, these jokes are good. Yeah. I think with this season, especially the storyline between Andrew and his parents, it was like, oh, wow, like, he's actually, like, his father and his mom actually trying to write. Like, I thought that was cute. Of course, they got, of course, in in big mouth fashion, it's a moment where you think, oh, my God, he's going to have to have sex with his own mother. Yeah. And his father's body. And you're like, ah! (laughs) But then it stopped. (laughs) I was like, thank you, God. God bless. Thank no. you. I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can handle this. I'm yeah. like, come on. Like, Game of Thrones is enough. No more. No more. Right. I know. We, and we only let that slide because of Matt Smith. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's really. That's the only reason why. <laughs> but yeah, that was a really fun storyline. I just feel like everyone really got to do something really fun. And then yeah. the list episode. So I had no idea what that was. I was like, what is this list? And so I typed it in. And apparently it's a whole thing. But I think that, you know, we're both too old for it because, like, our producer was amazing. Oh, the test? Yeah, the test. And, like, our producer was like, oh, we did that. And we were both like, I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, the rice purity test. I had never heard of that in my life. I thought it was made up. Me too. I was like, what is this? And then I took, I was taking the test. 
And I sent it to you as the episode was playing. And I'm just like, oh, this really is, um, this is real. So do we want to tell each other what we got on our test? Yes, because I took, I, so yeah, Princess texted me <laughs> <laughs> this quiz. And I'm like, oh, fun. Because, you know, I, I love a good, I love a good quiz. It's the, I don't know, the Virgo Hogwarts house girl in yeah. me. I'm like, oh, a everything personality Potter, quiz? Everything is Pottermore. <laughs> right. I'm or, like, let's do it. This was the most ridiculous thing I've ever taken. Yeah. I was dying at some of these questions. I was like, and also I was like, do I, is this right? Did I just answer this wrong? I'm like, I don't know. Absolutely. So for context, <laughs> so the Rice Purity Test is like a hundred questions asking you about like various things, ranging from like things that are illegal and weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like, have to, you committed a crime? <laughs> yeah. Have you taken hard drugs? Have you taken marijuana? Have you taken hard drugs? And then like definitely things like I remember looking at it at my score and being like, what's wrong with me? Then I'm like, no, princess, you're 30 and you live in New York. Like, so true. my score <laughs> ended up being a 33, which I feel like was, which is like, this is what they said. This is why I felt shame. It said, this range of scores is reserved for the super hardcore people. Like the mm. people who have been in orgies or in jail. <laughs> Example, you probably used a hard drug before or had sex in public or had anal sex, etc. Moral limit is never a problem for you in life. Now, first of all, I think it is what very is different. That fucking thing. It's, it's, I love it's like used a hard drug before or had sex in public or had anal sex. It's 2022. Everybody has anal sex now. So I don't even know why they were trying to be like, it's one of these three things. I'm like, no, 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 no. Princess, not everybody. <laughs> we live in Los Angeles and New York. So we have probably had some experiences that some people have not had. Which I respect and it's fine. But I just felt like they were like, you've done hard drugs. I'm like, no, I've never had anything stronger than weed. I just... And I've never been to jail. I've never been arrested. I just, you know, but I am Black, so I've spoken to the police. So it was just kind of a thing where I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a 33 because I have lived. God damn it. Hey, I don't think you should be ashamed of being a 33. And I think that their whatever it is, description is bullshit. It's over that's the top. stupid. <laughs> Listen, I think that's fine. I I got a 35. That's so, what my girlfriend got. Look at you. Look a, at that. A. That's the theater kid score. Yeah. The theater kid score is 35. So if anyone is listening and you're a theater kid, your score is 35. But it, the description is also very funny. It's like, you are a little special. Yeah. <laughs> People who receive scores that fall into this range are probably a huge fan of cult movies. <laughs> you are always looking for thrills in life, which might sometimes even get you into trouble. I'm like, but look at my description compared to yours. I know. Like, it's what like, the hell? It's like you are just you just like to watch, you know, Breakfast at Tiffany's, uh, even though it's got problematic stuff in it with me. It's like, well, you must have been into hardcore bondage. And it's like, well, what if I was, goddammit? <laughs> but we're not like you're a 33 and I'm a 35. That's not that far off. But they were like, they were like, it's kind of like how like there's a difference between like a 69A and a 70. It's like, you know, like. It's a very, it's not that big of a difference, but it matters to your parents. Mm, it's like an exponent. It's like, exactly. listen, 
This is the cutoff. It's like, listen, honey, you need to get out of here for a year and go bang some people. (laughs) The quiz said, break up with your boyfriend because I'm bored. Or do some crimes. There were so many crime questions. I was like, what is this? But it was all very specific. It's like, have you been been handcuffed? No. And I was like, by the police? Right. No. I was like, well, oh. I like there are certain <laughs> questions where I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe. And then it's like, and then it shows like how many said people said yes or no. And then like everybody says no. And I said yes. And I'm like, oh, well. I that's guess. how I felt for some of them. Because I, yeah, so I said checked yes for anal. And they were like, well, that's very rare. I'm like, I don't think so. That cannot be true. I that, was like, they're lying. Are, they're people lying. are lying. <laughs> Stolen valor. I don't listen. Want stolen the poopole loophole was a big one in Pennsylvania. So I mean, we know. That, that's a. I think I think someone said it in the in the show. It's like we I we only had anal sex the Catholic way, and I'm just yes. like, <laughs> and I'm like that's exactly right. Okay. Correct. That's, the that's correct, what I'm that's, saying. That's how it is. They're yeah. lying. I feel like because also we came of sexual maturity in the aughts where like the butt mm. sick stigma was just going away and it was like, oh yeah, girl, if we're not doing butt stuff, it's like, are you even breathing? True. And it's like, everyone should do what they feel comfortable with. There is no real such thing as actual purity, but it was just funny about how like, <laughs> oh yeah. Ve- At first I was like, I took it very personally, but I was like, you know what? Who cares? I'm grown. <laughs> now I need Joe to take this quiz. Joe, oh if you're listening God. to this, remind me to send this to you. <laughs> I'll text you. I'll be like, don't forget to give Joe the quiz. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to know. This is too funny. He'll be it like was... a 25. Just I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, you're a sinner. You're going to hell. <laughs> He's like, dope. <laughs> He's like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was hilarious. Didn't know that existed. Now I do. Yeah. The fact that Jay got like a 22 or like whatever. I was like, oh, that's it. Jay is a character that I struggled with for a long time. because Interesting. Because I love that he's bi. I love that he's like chaotic bisexual. But then he was really out here like fucking turkeys and pillows. And I was just sitting here like my brother in Christ. Like, please. (laughs) But then he finally sexually matured beyond sleeping with pillows their relationship with Matthew. And I'm like, look at this growth for you. So do you like them together? Um, I, it's, so before he was dating Matthew, he was dating Lola and they were like, oh my God, also <laughs> chaotic. And I did love them. I feel like they would have been a very cute throuple. Mm. But by the end of this season, they really sold me kind of on Matthew and Jay. And I'm like, this is kind of cute. I love that he's like, I want my, barbaric boyfriend to be the absolute worst so I'm breaking up with him I'm like that's beautiful <laughs> they were cute at the end but yeah. it was one of those things where I loved his character I thought it was like he was so ridiculous and so out there and I loved that he was just like you know and he's like yeah I've had sex with everything you're the horniest one and his character and uh, John Mulaney's character were my favorite. Oh, Andrew. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Andrew. Because they, they were the most ridiculous. They mm-hmm. were the ones that were doing, you know, the most out there, had the craziest lines, the craziest setups, the craziest situations. Because, like, Nick Kroll's character. Yeah, he's, like, the everyman character. But, he, like, right. he, he's so weird to me. But, like, his parents really, I really loved his parents this oh, season. I love his parents, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh God, is this Tessa and Joe as parents? I literally just like her essence. I was just like dying. I was like, oh God. <laughs> no, I love the parents. They All were the parents so good. stuff was so funny. Like I had a it, really good time with it. Which I appreciate too, because a lot of times also in these shows, 
um, in these animated shows, they'll like just focus on like the kids or on the main cast and then the side like characters they don't care about so much. This like reminded me of South Park in that mm-hmm. way because like to me, like freaking, you know, the parents are some of the funniest parts of South Park. So it's like I feel like with this as well, it's like the parents are some of the funniest, have like some of the funniest jokes, the funniest just sort of like interactions. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. It was really so good. funny. I loved like the part when Missy finally talks to her mom, Chelsea Peretti, about her period. And she's like, my mother slapped me across the face. God rest her soul. She was a terrible person. I was just like. <laughs> God, they're uh, all so good. Mm-hmm. They're all so good. Like not only are they just funny, but they're like good at voice acting too. It's the best. They're good at we voice acting. It. They're good at like explaining like gender stuff and, and sexuality mm-hmm. without seeming preachy but very much like right. they know how to balance that like education plus the like vulgarity yeah. of South Park it feels like a great through line of all the like sex comedies that we've grown up with that were like animated it feels like mm-hmm. this is like the apex of all of those but like actually cares like I think like South Park yeah. is so defined by cynicism. Right. Whereas Big Mouth is really, in my mind, defined by this desire for connection. That's why, like, that it's always, like, shame versus, like, friendship or, like, you know. Oh, it's sweet. Yeah. This show is, like, it has definitely, like, a, even though it has this hard, like, outside of being, like, so. Yeah. Vulgar, <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, it's so vulgar. It has such a sweet, and, like, the, the heart of it is so pure and mm-hmm. so nice. And that's. That's it's that's why I really liked it was because you really do fall in love with these characters and you're just like, oh, they're just they're just growing up. It's hard. I feel you. Like as someone who has been watching it, it was really fun to watch Jesse to watch her character go from someone who was so like when she got through puberty, her whole thing is like, I'm fighting with my mom. Me and my mom are enemies Mm. to like not just connecting with her stepmom uh her younger stepmom but also learning to see her mom as a person and it's right. just like i feel like they finally got like if there was a season of character development it was for this like mm-hmm. everyone kind of grew a little bit except you know Aunt andrew but then his parents got together so it was fine but it was fun seeing those little changes and like Again, the show manages to like make you root for the connection between everyone, even oh, when definitely. they're at their worst. So oh, I'm for ju- sure. So I just I I really enjoyed watching it this season. It was it was a very good season of of Big Mouth. How did it compare to the other seasons that you've? Um, I think that last season was a little bit like up and down. I think that mm-hmm. every season has like episodes where I'm like, oh, that was a lot, and episodes right. where I'm like, there was one episode where I'm like. It was some period, and it was just like if I think about it, I want to gag. Like that's how like intense it was. Oh no! It was. It was. Like, Can't wait to watch it. Y- you'll know. You'll know what it is. I'll um, know. I'll text you. You'll be like, is it. it this part? I'll be like, yep. But <laughs> I, I definitely feel like this was the strong, stronger than last season. But I still love it. I think that like this and season two. And three mm-hmm. are still my favorites. Like, those are some of my favorite ones, so. Nice. Because yeah. I was going to say, this was so solid. Like, the whole season was very well done. There weren't any episodes that were big, 
like bores because sometimes no, when yeah. it comes to these types mm. of shows because you're not following a plot sometimes they're like let's try this let's do yeah. this let's do that and sometimes if you do too much of that mm-hmm. you get lost or you just like but this I think because of what you said because you are like there with the characters rooting for their relationship it feels real in that way it kind of grounds mm-hmm. it grounds it a little bit yeah it grounds everything and it really just kind of like allows you to like follow through and just go go with it because yeah. there are so many times where it's so hard to like just kind of go with something but this one real this season I think was a really good one for you to come into so I was really excited Yay. to talk to you about it and Love now it. and now we have to figure out which department you're gonna be a part of oh my gosh <laughs> All right. So what are the departments? Okay. So there are a lot of different departments, but the big characters are that there are hormone monsters, which are the ones that ate through puberty. Right. Yes. There are the shame wizards, which are the ones that (laughs) shame you for all different kinds of things. Oh, God. You you will love, because that character appears in, I think, season two, and it's Remus Lupin. It's David Thules. Yes. So he plays a bisexual shame monster. So you're going to love it. It's going to be great. (laughs) The way that this man is just hopping into my life lately. (laughs) And in my fan fiction. So bless you, sir. God bless. And he's bisexual. So we can finally have the Remus. Oh, my God. Serious. Right, that we wanted. Exactly. Then there is the depression kitty, which oh god, which represents depression, and she makes people feel sad and unmotivated to work. There is the anxiety mosquito, uh, which will come and basically just tell you all your worst fears in your ear. <laughs> uh, this is just the basics, and then finally you have the ambition gremlin, which is oh no 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 actually that only shows up in in one thing. We're gonna do the love bugs, which you saw in this season. They're the ones that like want to make you fall in love and build connection. Mm. So it's between being a hormone monster, a shame wizard, a depression kitty, an anxiety mosquito, or a love bug. Okay, this is. A lot of information. I know. I'm so sorry. No, I I got it. I got it. I got it. But it's one of those things where I definitely think that some of these things live inside me because I'm like thinking about it and I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely have anxiety mosquito. And oh, yeah, I definitely have depression, you know, whatever. Wizard, shame wizard. I have the shame wizard is there. The Mm -hmm. shame wizard, like, because I am very mean to myself. Yeah. But, but. Would I be a shame wizard? Absolutely not. I'm like the opposite. I'm I love like rooting. I'm the hype woman of like my friend group always. Like I'm always my favorite thing is like seeing people that I love like do well because I just I don't know what it is it's something where when they're happy it makes me happy and then I feel like it breeds more happiness and like when good things happen more good things happen so it's like if you I feel like it's an energy thing if you ride the the good energy then more good things happen to you rather than like the other way like if you try to like if you're jealous like that's why I like I never get jealous never do that so I I can't I don't think I could give someone negativity. I think that happens to me personally, but I don't think I could do that as a monster. I think I'd be horrible at it. I'd be like, sorry. <laughs> um, too, nice. yeah. too nice. Too um, nice. Biggest flaw. Um, so I think I would either be a love bug or a hormone monster. You're a hormone monster. I- I'm... <laughs> I 
think I am a hormone monster because, listen, I talk about, like, sex a lot. <laughs> listen, you're 35. We get it. You've lived. <laughs> not as, not I, as much as me, me in our 33s, but you are. <laughs> 35? I'm not 35 yet. No, I meant your score, not your age. <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm 35? I was no. like, I guess I could be. Girl, you know you still look 22, so... Look, I, I no, forget I meant- my age all the time. I have no idea how old I am. It's embarrassing. My mom used to, like, forget her age, and I used to be like, how could you do that? I have to, like, count the years. It's yeah. embarrassing. And we lost years to COVID. No, I mean, like, your your purity score oh. was 35 and mine was 30. So, like, we're in that. We're in that. We're, we like to enjoy ourselves sections. Also, I love making jokes about that kind of... I, I would be a hormone monster for sure. Yeah. Actually, it's obvious. Yes. Hormone monster it is. Let's do it. And you know what? I, I love that for you. I definitely think that I would be a love bug. Um, I love the idea. Like, I love... I love love. And while like, in, I think there's a part of me that's very hormone monstery, but I do love just seeing romance bloom. I love like oh. seeing people make connections and meet their soulmate and be happy. Like I really love that, that bullshit. Like I, I just love love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so sweet. You're just a little love bug trying to help people fall in love. Yeah, I just I especially if you're gonna be the hormone monster this way yeah, it'll be like our I like our like you know uh what's that show where it's like the odd couple is just like she's a hormone monster and she's a love bug together. <laughs> <laughs> We're Com- geeked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what? I think it works. So nailed it. <laughs> yes. Let's see. I need to do one more thing. Uh, my one more thing is um, if you take the purity test and you get a score and it shames you in your answer and the answer, do not take that the wrong way. Mm-mm. Everyone should be able to be as kinky as they want if you're not doing anything illegal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like I don't because they mentioned the crime stuff and it's like they, don't do crimes guys like you know be gay don't do actual crimes but like um don't do crimes that harm other people true <laughs> yes like don't hurt like you know what I mean just like but other than that y'all you can be as kinky as you want read that fanfic like do that stuff that makes if it makes you feel happy if it makes you feel good do it it's your life. It's your body. It's whatever you want to do. And I hate when people shame people because I'm like, who cares? It's not you. It's not like you're being for you're being forced to do it. No, like stop. I hate when people police other people for anything. And then if it's like things that they love, like if it's, you know, ships or kinks or whatever, I'm like, get out of here. Right. Stop. You're not involved. <laughs> exactly. And there's You're not a no part of this. and there's no such thing as purity. Like, you know, oh, you can no. you can be as kinky as you want and be a fucking angel and you can be yes. someone who is never who's not interested in sex at all and still be a douchebag. So like please do not internalize things like numbers or body counts. Mm-hmm. They they are meaningless. Just make sure you take care of yourself, get tested, and be happy. All right. You guys know the drill. If you like us, 
follow us. You can find The Geek Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And for those of you who absolutely cannot get enough of us, let us know with a five-star review and we will read it on the air. Yes. The Geek Podcast is hosted by me, Tessa Netting. And me, Princess Weeks. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, on the internet, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> at everywhere. Everything, everywhere, all at once, at Tessa Netting. I love that. Every Tessa, everywhere, yes, all every at once. Tessa. <laughs> every Tessa. <laughs> oh, my God. And you can find me, every princess, everywhere, um, at Princess Weeks on YouTube and on Twitter, at Weeks Princess. Next week, we are covering the long-awaited Enola Holmes 2, and Tessa hey. and I will finally have our Sherlock oh, off. Shit. I can't wait. We've been... This is years We have been... This has been a season in the making, guys. Can't wait. But what are we supposed to do? Because there's another Sherlock here. Should we? Uh, should I be fighting for Henry Cavill? We can. We can say that whichever Sherlock we think wins, and we'll have Kelly, our producer, mm. be the one to oh, pick it. Good. And then whoever is the best Sherlock gets to date Henry Cavill Sherlock. We'll just do it like that. Oh. The prize is Henry Cavill Sherlock. As as it should be. <laughs> that, that makes sense. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Yes. Cannot wait for that. Uh, we'll see who the best Sherlock is. This is a Netflix Geek and Spoke Media production. Kelly Kolf is our producer. Reyes Mendoza is our associate producer. Delora Patton is our coordinating producer. And a special thanks to Carson McCain. Sound design and engineering by Evan Arnett, who also composed and performed our original theme. Our executive producers are Keisha T.K. Dutez, Brigham Mosley, Aaliyah Tavakolian, and Keith Reynolds. To stay updated on all things Geek, be sure to follow us at Netflix Geek on Twitter, Instagram, and the TikToks. Thank you so much for listening. I hope your hormones treat you right. Goodbye. Eat.